Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Give it to me! Give it to me! Oh, hello, everyone. I am Molly Woods. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing, the podcast about all the things, the hot trends, the hype beast stuff that's dropping, the, not really, just things that we may have noticed out in the world that we think are interesting. (laughs) Things I noticed while walking my dog in the rain. (laughs) Things I noticed while going way too far into Instagram on the couch, you know, that kind Uh, of thing. we We both have a couple of things. Uh, one of mine is an observational thing, and the other is is something I saw at the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I pretty much already cannot wait for this thing. Uh, <laughs> wow. By way of sneak peeks, my things are based on the books that I've been reading that you already know about, and mm-hmm. the aforementioned Instagram deep dive, and then mm-hmm. a th- and then the way that. Uh, that our mutual friend Jenny Josephson brought those two things together incredibly into one ah. meta thing. So she's like unofficial co-host right now. Jenny Josephson is definitely uh, looming large in this week's episode. We're going to have you, to have if her you on. Li- if you listen to the bonus content, there's a whole thing about Jenny in there. Too. I know. Hilarious. Yeah. Oh, hi, she says in Discord. Perfect. So she's even here listening. Yeah, she is. This is great. Yeah, she is. She's like, I know what's up. I'm going to be on the show today. Boom. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, so where should we start? Let's begin. Uh, please to tell me about your first thing, Mr. Merritt. Okay. So I saw a, an article in my RSS feeds this morning. <laughs> in your uh, what now? My RSS feeds. That's right. I am from the past. <laughs> I use clubs and I I grow. I hunt and gather and I use RSS feeds. <laughs> I, uh, I I use Feedly to prepare for my show, uh, as I have since, you know, I was a small boy in the 30s. <laughs> and I noticed a story about how millennials are all doing side hustles. And oh, I thought, yeah. well, side hustle, side hustle has been a thing for a long time. That's not a new thing. Everybody's got side hustle. That's whole sharing. The ride sharing economy is built on the idea of people wanting to have a, a side hustle, right? Uh, there's plenty of people who drive Uber for a living. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of people who also use it as a side hustle. Side hustle being another job. We used to call it back in when RSS feeds were new, uh, a second job. <laughs> or even a third job, depending. Right. But yes. Uh, but it hit me as I was, as I was reading this and thinking about it, I only have side hustles. Oh, Hey, I don't have the main job. I mean, daily tech news show is kind of my main job, but like I've just cobbled together a bunch of different things, including this. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking, well, that's kind of what Justin Robert Young does. And that's kind of what Brian Brushwood does. And that's kind of what Scott Johnson does. And I'm like, I bet we're not, un, you know, an unusual weird side pocket. I bet 
the new trend is for people to only have side hustles and mm-hmm. just try to piece together enough to make a living. In fact, there that is super true. And it's not, as you pointed out, just relegated to the podcast space or the media space. There's a whole... Uh, there have been a whole bunch of studies about the future of work that say that already right now, like I think the majority of Americans, over 50% of Americans don't get paid regularly, as in they don't have a mm. salary, you know, some regular right. salary job. And that that number is only going to go up, that it, that people just don't. And that it... 50%? Yeah. I'm looking up the numbers right now because I went to, there was like a big Bloomberg report. Bloomberg <laughs> Easy for you to there say. Was the Bloomberg report on that's really hard to say, by the way. Um no, I'm gonna I'm gonna find it while we talk, but it was fascinating. I mean it really it was way more than I ever would have thought of people who essentially get paid sort of pseudo regularly because the, what they're doing is is contract work. Right. Nonstop. And, and- and granted, um, I'm I'm in a little bit of an elitist position of like, oh, my side hustles are all podcasts. <laughs> like that's not that's not the norm. I get that. I'm not trying to say I'm I'm the everyman, but that idea of I have to do like I can't just rely on my one thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, if my side hustle goes away, at least I have my one thing. Like, I I need to keep all the balls in the air, and I'm sure that's true of somebody who does construction or gardening. You know, like. In other words, they may get a regular stream of revenue, but none of it's ever guaranteed and it ebbs and flows. Sometimes it's higher than others, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what I find fascinating about the side hustle too is that even if you have a salary job, there's still, because there's, well, because wages are terrible in America, <laughs> there's still this mm. like expectation that you will have a side hustle and it's interesting that you bring up Uber because I've noticed that all of their advertising, which used to be you yes. will make a living doing this, which turned out to be patently untrue, <laughs> is in fact now all about the side hustle. Yeah. It's all like, you know, uh, gracefully aging Bob wants to make a little money to take his baby out to dinner. <laughs> Here he is on his Uber drive. Right, exactly. Like, I just want to, you know, be able to send my kid in college. Like, then, then, then they make it this really altruistic side hustle thing. Right, right, I send right. my kid a couple hundred bucks a week, you know, based off it's, my side hustle. I'm paying for my daughter's wedding. Yeah. Wow. No, yeah. it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to find this research um, for our show notes, but it was really fascinating. And it feels, it in your case, it's you're like living the dream of the side hustle because mm-hmm. in your case, it's you're doing a whole bunch of things that you love and you're making a living at it. Right. Which is very right. different from jobs don't pay enough for people to afford a house. So I'm having to to find as many things, whether I like them or not, to 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 make ends meet so I can feed myself and my children. Yeah. Right. Which hey. Yeah, but maybe you're right. There is a, like a probably going to be a rebranding effort where it's not just side hustle; it's just hustle. <laughs> it's just all it's just hustle. It's all folks. hustle. <laughs> it's all hustle. Oh, this. I mean, is my, my saving grace hustle. is that I could probably, if I if worse came to worst, I've always said this. Like, I could just go back to a regular job. I even said that when I worked at CNET. Like, I could just go back to the bookstore and work there. Like, I I'm not in the situation where that a lot of people are in. Thankfully for me, that. They they're like yeah I, I got no safety net I can't I can't find a main job it's it's just hustle all day long yeah I get that yeah 
Hmm. Interesting. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> my thing is aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Because if we'd had another weighty one like that, Which I think. is different from that. Well, it's not not wait. Okay, so so my, what kind of side hustle do aliens have? I know exactly. I <laughs> hunting us down in the universe. Okay, I'm unsure of how to approach this, but the side hunt soul. Oh my god. <laughs> nope. That I'm I'm sorry to report no. that one did not work. <laughs> no, many you're, you're of right. them you, do. No, that's the that they don't all not. work. As you know, I have been reading the three body problem trilogy and so i'm unsure how to approach this because i don't want to spoil anything but sure let me just say that book two takes the fermi paradox idea to a a, an unbelievably profound conclusion that i can't stop thinking about and the fermi paradox of course is that uh, of course the fermi paradox let me just be like super tooly about it the, the Fermi paradox is the idea that mathematically speaking, given the size of the universe and the billions and billions and billions of planets on it, mathematically speaking, there have to be other civilizations. Like it just doesn't make sense that there wouldn't be because even if the odds of life developing on Earth, say, were one in, you know, 100 million, 100 million is still a drop in the bucket in terms of the number of potential planets in the universe. Yeah, it's often discussed along with Drake's equation. Drake's equation is the idea of like, if there are this many stars and this many habitable planets around them and this many planets that could develop life, you know, and it, it, it all is like, then there should be this many civilizations yep. uh, out there. The, and and then Fermi is like, well, then why aren't we hearing from them? Why have we not heard from them? Exactly. <laughs> and the paradox part comes in. The paradox is, why haven't we heard from them? And then the answer to that question as posed, posited by Fermi is sort of terrifying also, which is like, look, either we're alone in the universe, which we know to be mathematically impossible, but we haven't heard from anyone, or even worse, we're not alone and we are screwed because (laughs) they're like so far beyond us technologically that they're just not talking to us. That we're Mm -hmm. just like isolated in our little human bubble. Um, In fact, I read some sci-fi book recently where they had where aliens had in fact just like put a communication blocker all around the Earth. Um, And this woman who had studied astronomy, her you know, or astrophysics her whole life, was like, "Thanks, I'm going to go die now." Finding that out, (laughs) jerks. Um, Or so either they're purposely shutting us off from communication, or it's like as soon as we're found, we'll be destroyed. Right. So the other, the other, the other solution to Fermi's paradox, and I don't know if this is treated in the book or not, is that we're first. Right. That's true. You know, and which one you tend to want to believe says a lot about what you think of humanity. It really does. Well, and also to be to be perfectly like to be neutral about it, the math mm-hmm. suggests that it is highly unlikely that we're first. Because again, dep- we're not a, very a, old given the age of the there's universe. There's also a lot of work being done on Drake's equation to say like, well, maybe it's not as likely as we thought, you know, as we find out more about what kind of planets are out there and that gets batted around. So it's hard to say, but you're right. Yep. Given what we know. Given what we know, the math yeah. would seem to suggest that mm-hmm. we're screwed in some way or they're just not talking to us. So then, so I'm like obsessed with this. I mean, you guys, I could do 
a solid hour just on these. I've read the first two books now, and I'm just like, my mind is blown. They're unbelievable. Um, So I'm obsessed with this. I can't stop thinking about it. I'm like, God. And on top of that, there's all this like increasing clues about aliens in our solar system, right? Like there was that (laughs) alien probe solar system. I'm looking it up real quick so I can try to find the name. But yes, exactly. Like that thing that came through the solar system that, you know, some brave tenured <laughs> professors of well, astrophysics. It's actually not hard at all. It's Oumuamua. Yeah, it is. Oh, oh, <laughs> but it could be Oumuamua because it's Hawaiian and every syllable has a vowel. Oumuamua. Oumuamua. But anyway. Mis- my closest I'll get. Mysterious object <laughs> in space that was sort of cigar shaped and it whizzed through the solar system last year. And some astrophysicists are saying, look, it looks like it might have been a solar sail. And uh, well, and 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 it is very likely not. It's very likely just a piece of space debris. Mm-hmm. But but it moved in weird ways. I mean, it really there did. are also things about it. Exactly. Like, well, it'd be unlikely for space debris to move that way. It would be unlikely for, you know, like there's some unlikely things about it that don't prove it's not space debris. Totally. And granted, most of the scientists are like, but probably space debris, but it leaves just enough gap for astrophysicists to go. But if it wasn't right, it could be from, you know, like it's not impossible for it to be something else. Definitely not. And so some, some scientists are like, look, it really, that's a, that is a possibility. And then on top of that, there's the thing where scientists have just detected only the second known repeating radio signal from deep space which has been hap- which has just happened let's see uh I'm gonna look this that is not up. the one that ended up being the microwave either there's there's a new one <laughs> yeah this well this is yeah this is like from nine days ago i don't think this is the microwave one yeah good well because i know a lot of people know about there was like oh my gosh there's a signal and then they figured out that it was because when you open the microwave in the lab uh, <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> Before no. it was done, it would release uh, this mysterious radio signal. This is new, though. This is just from January 9th. Yeah. This is from CHIME, the CHIME telescope in Canada, and it's this fast radio burst. And they've only ever s- detected that once before. So between mm-hmm. that and Oumuamua and everything that I'm reading right now, I'm super obsessed with aliens. Sure. And, and here's the thing. Again, folks, <laughs> we know. None of this means there's aliens. It's likely these aren't aliens, but it gets it's it gets the wheels turning. It like, does. But what if? Mm-hmm. What if we keep getting more information? What if it piles up? Maybe it won't, and you'll all be right, and you can be smug and be like, "Told you there weren't aliens." Yeah. But what if? That's cool. It's more fun to think about what if. But right? what if? Well, this is the except- whole thing behind the Weird Things podcast is like we know that uh, the um, uh, Bigfoot is not real, but what if he was? Isn't that fun to think about? Except that if you read The Dark Forest, then you'll be like, this is hella not fun. This is not fun. <laughs> so Good then point. the other night, I'm obsessed with my other new thing, which everybody mm-hmm. else already knew was a thing. So this is like, every, you know, I get it. I'm coming to this thing very late, which is Cardi B. Ah, okay. Stand. Welcome <laughs> to the... Appreciation of presidential scholar, <laughs> queen of of the Bronx, Cardi B. I mean, I know that we all knew that she was a thing, but what I didn't know about was her Instagram feed. And what I didn't know about is what a weird human translator savant she is. And what I did not expect is for her to post on her Instagram feed this like 
super disgusting photo of like hardcore porn and then caption it. This is why the aliens aren't talking to us. (laughs) You guys, my two things came together in the most unexpected possible way. And then I happened to be talking to Jenny Josephson. This is where Jenny comes in about all of this. And Jenny was like, actually, you know, what's actually a thing related to Cardi B and also uh, a thing that was a thing for me for a while, Jesus and Mero. And also my other obsession, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and that is the Bronx. And the entire uh, attitude of the Bronx and the, the sheer, like, DGAF power that comes from having come from the Bronx that allows you to have this like sort of insanely joyful truth telling that is like the only known antidote to everything else that is happening in information warfare right now. May I, may I share my favorite Cardi B quote, which I believe illustrates what you're talking about. (laughs) Yes, please. Speaking to GQ, uh, Cardi says that she loves political science and especially loves talking about Franklin Delano Roosevelt. First of all, he helped us get over the Depression, all while he was in a wheelchair. Like, this man was suffering from polio at the time of his presidency, and yet all he was worried about was trying to make America great. Make America great again for real. He's the real make America great again, because if it wasn't for him, old people wouldn't even get Social Security. (laughs) Dude, seriously. Yup. And then the thing is, on her Instagram feed, she just says all of that, except way more raw, right? Like she just, she was just in the news for saying that America was in a hellhole with the shutdown right now. Right. And, but it's this like remarkable translation layer where she's like, yes, Obama shut down the government, but it was for healthcare. And it's like, so all y'all could get your pussies checked at gyneco, you know, sorry, but you're just like, I'm like, I'm really old and uncomfortable, but also this is true. And it's true in a way that you cannot really refute. And it's sort of like the the way that AOC is like sneakily just going around Congress being like, where's Mitch? Like a little stinker. Mm-hmm. And it's just this. But but I think like it does. Jenny's absolutely right that the Bronx in general is having this moment and that that's where this like this attitude comes from that we all could adopt and learn from. It's also not for nothing. I want to point out in the greatest movie I saw in all of 2018 and probably will see in 2019. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Miles yes. Morales, he lives in the Bronx. Oh, yeah. The Bronx is a thing. The Bronx is like mm. the meta thing that somehow ties together aliens and Cardi B. <laughs> That's how big a deal the Bronx is. And you know what the Bronx says? Yeah, we know. They know. They're just like, yeah, we know. <laughs> we know need all you along. to tell us. And, and then they're like, but, don't be trying to come in here and gentrify P.S. <laughs> Seriously. We have the Yankees. That's all the gentrification we need. And messing it up. Yep, exactly. And then Jenny saying. sent me a whole bunch of stuff about all how legit the Bronx is and how awesome it is. Um, which I think we she should just write a guest post. But Ooh, mainly, yeah, that'd be great if she do it. I was like, how did this bizarre three legged table just get built between aliens, Cardi B, and the Bronx? <laughs> I don't know, but I love it, and that's why this show is so special, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love, I was so excited to see Cardi B in here because uh, Justin Robert Young and I have been uh, having an ongoing uh, appreciation for her and her truth telling. I don't necessarily agree with her on every single thing any more than I agree with any other human being on every single thing. So, you know, I'm not trying to say like, oh, she, she can't do any wrong. But I just, I like you say, I love that she is way more interesting than you think. 
and she's fine with that. Much more interesting. Like she is a savant. Like you just are. You're. I'm listening to her speak, and I'm like, wait a second. This is a damn genius. What if Cardi yeah. B is secretly a damn genius? And then it's not very secret at all. She can name all the U.S. presidents in order. I know. I love her obsession. But she is equally I also can. obsessed with the fact that she thinks her tongue is way too big for her mouth. Right. Mm-hmm. Both of those things and on are her, uh, Both of those things true. are amazing and apparently true. And then there's this like, it, there's this incredible back-to-back of Instagram where she one day she's doing a shoot for Dolce & Gabbana and then the literally the next photo on her Instagram is her in her pants with the or her in her car with the pants down because she's like they're too tight and I need to air out my business except way more in a Cardi B way but sure. I can only yeah. say the, the P word one time for a podcast and I'm shocked that I you've spent or, you spent your allowance yeah as Jenny points out possibly a higher intelligence from outer space what if Cardi B is first contact <gasps> what if Damn. It's the only thing that explains it. I mean, it kind of is. She she was getting uh, resupplied by Oumuamua. Oh, <laughs> amazing. Oumuamua was a resupply ship for Cardi B. Please, please come out with an album called Oumuamua. We think Cardi that B. she was speculating, but in fact, she told us why the aliens don't talk to us. Right. She told us. She's just informing. She's just informing. Take it out however you want. <laughs> you thought it was a joke, but it was the truth. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a wider thing going on where I think a lot of people felt like, oh, only people on the right can 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 offend. Can, you know, the political correctness is the liberal side of things, and and it turns out no, it's just young folks like always uh break the norms of the older folks and the beat goes on <laughs> and the beat goes on and the bronx is raw as hell and that's yeah. why it's working that's why it Perfect cannot be defeated time. yep yeah amazing uh well i just have the one other thing uh and that is the thing i discovered at the liquor store <laughs> yeah what well, yes please tell more so many things you discovered at the liquor store i hope this one isn't too disappointing uh there are game of thrones whiskeys what that have been developed per house based on where in Scotland they are from. So, for instance, Talisker, which is on the Isle of Skye, it's one of the smallest regions of Scotch, is of course the Pike branded Scotch because it's you know on islands like the people of Pike and the Drowned God and all of that. Uh, Lagavulin <laughs> is the Lannister brew uh Clinellish is the high garden brew uh Lochnagar is storm's end uh singleton is river run oh my god Cardu is dragonstone because it's off uh to the, the uh east side of scotland oh this is oh so and dalvinny dalvinny is winterfell because it's way up in inverness <laughs> Is this like that thing where everybody tried to figure out which Springfield the Simpsons were in and then now it turned out Game of Thrones was in Scotland all along or was this always known? I mean, or they're just claiming sure, it. They're just well, saying cuz it's, it's cause Game of Thrones is the, the Song of Ice and Fire by George R. R. Martin is based on the 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 War of the Roses which took place all over Britain right. so there's going to be parallels for sure. Oh my god, this is amazing. I'm reading about this. This is hysterical. Sold out by the way. Yeah. Sold out of the initial stock in just a few hours. So there were a couple. There were a couple of bottles of this. I think the Lagavulin. I noticed for sure, and I couldn't tell what the other one. It might have been the the Singleton. Uh, were in my local liquor store, which is not a fancy liquor store. It's just your regular liquor store. 
but it's big. And so they just have a big stock. And I happened, I was waiting in line and I looked up and I was like, oh my gosh, they have Game of Thrones liquor. And then I looked it up and I found out it's this huge thing. Uh, and, and apparently other, they've done this before. They did wines before. I think they've done vodkas. Uh, and I wonder, I couldn't find if other TV shows have done this or if this is something new with Game of Thrones. Huh? I don't know, but I think we should get a bottle of each and have a viewing party. Yes. And uh, so if you contribute if, to the um, Patreon at the one million dollar level, <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> if the uh, I can't, what's what's the uh, the master of malt? Uh, that's a retailer. What's the? Well, I'm trying to find the line. Uh, oh, Diageo. If Diageo, who owns all of these scotches, uh, could just send us uh, each a, a sample bottle of all of them, we'll, <laughs> we'll review them. Oh, well done! How create? How very creator of you. <laughs> how uh, how side hustle? I love it. I'm an influencer. I'm an influencer. You know, we really are influencers. And I think if we tried every one of these scotches and then recorded a drunken YouTube about it, mm-hmm. you'd be happy. Yeah, and no one would get hurt, dude. I gotta say that White Walker Scotch is like the coolest <laughs> Scotch name ever. Johnny and Johnny Walker did it. White Walker. White Walker. That's Get it? Freaking brilliant. Wow. I love Wait, that. Which one's Oban? I like Red that name. I said the P word, by the way, and you stopped yourself from saying effing. Yeah. It's our freebie. I just, it's ha- habits. Ironically, you know. Jesus and Mero had this same rule when they were on Viceland, which is that they would only say like the F word a certain number of times and the N word a certain number of times. And then after that, they would have to stop. They would have to stop because FCC. Mm-hmm. But then they left Viceland and now they're on Showtime, I think. Oh, Oban is the Night's Watch. Oh, oh, so this is amazing. In the black bottle. Okay, so if you take the black with a little water. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this is so nerdy. This is so nerdy. I love it. That's amazing. We got aliens. We got Cardi B. We got Game of Thrones scotch, <laughs> and it's all part of our side hustle. And I'm. It, 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 this is literally my side hustle, and I'm so relieved that we're doing all of this today, by the way, because the news is too much to bear. Too much. You know much. what I don't do ever, and I think it makes me a happier person? What? Read the trending topics. No, except for Amazon Shkar. <laughs> well, I saw that in my RSS feeds. <laughs> you don't, oh my God, really? Which I print out. No, I, no seriously, uh, that's where I saw it. Hilarious. Yeah. That is, I will, you know what? That's a good rule, because it's never a good idea. I don't do it unless it's a person that I really, like, I got really worried the other day about Idris Elba showing up. Mm, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. God, I'm panicked. And then it was fine. It was turned out that he was but being see, awesome, as usual. But the opposite side of that is I never saw it, never got panicked about Idris Elba. Because RSS. I miss anything. Because <laughs> RSS. Dude, everything, all the things about social media would be totally fixed if everyone just went to RSS. I mean, Maybe. It's got its own issues, right? You got a bubble effect if you're if you're not if you're not populating it with, you know, diverse sources and everything, but still. Yeah. I don't know. But you know what? You can have people I believe you could have people contribute, maybe. I don't know. Um if you have thoughts on this or any of the things that we have talked about, please email us feedback at it's a thing dot me. We want to be able to include you on the show and I know that you guys are seeing cool things. Um in the Discord, actually, if you're a patron of the show at patreon.com slash it's a thing, then you can join us live for these recordings. There aren't a lot of you who seem to be free at 3.30 Pacific on Friday afternoon, which I get. Um, But those of you who are, 
thanks for coming yeah, in. Yeah, and, and if you're wondering, it, it we, we do change the time around a little, and I know that makes it harder, but it's always Friday afternoon Pacific time, yep. so early evening Eastern time. Uh, and we try to tweet out as soon as we're sure to let you let you know we're there. Yes, totally. Uh, shout out to Chaz Watson and Mike Akins at our shout out level at patreon.com slash it's a thing. Thank it's you so much. It's a shout out. <laughs> Sorry, I was just coming up with a sting for that. <laughs> we could cut that out and then play it. Would be weird because you're here. Yeah, but... Yeah, maybe right. we could have maybe we could have it treated somehow. We just need to so, loop it a bunch of times with some other yeah, noise, some alien pings, it, you know. It, yeah, get Cardi B to record it for us, that kind of thing. Um, in the Discord, we there is a things channel where you can contribute your own things. And uh, MacGruber Guyver, who is our most loyal Discord visitor, said he thinks that uh, active noise canceling Bluetooth headphones are becoming a thing. Hmm. Which reminds me that I saw a funny story the other day about how AirPods became a meme, hearkening all the way back to the meme episode. Hmm. And by virtue of becoming a meme, kind of like how everybody would make fun of what a status thing they are, they have ended up being sold out. Like really hard to to come by. Oh, yeah. Which I was like, that's that's the cycle, right? That's becomes a meme. It's silly. Everyone gets on. It's kind of like the uh, the ten year ago thing, where in December and early January, it was people legitimately like, "This is me ten years ago. This is me now." Then it became funny, like ironic, like, "This is me ten years ago. I'll participate. This is me now. Oh, this is data mining. I'm not going to participate." <laughs> and now it's become an environmental thing. The environmentalists got on it and are like, "This is Antarctica ten years ago. This is puddle of water. Is Ooh, Antarctica now?" That's so dark. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, amazing. Cycle, yeah, no, the cycle it's of the memes. cycle. The cycle of memes and really ultimately just makes you buy stuff. Maybe not that one. Maybe not the environmental one. Hopefully it doesn't. <laughs> uh, well, folks, uh, keep uh, keep coming. Uh, it's a thing. Me has all the episodes. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash it's a thing is where you can support the show and become part of the show and get in that discord like MacGruber Guyver. And uh, we will and talk Jenny. to you next time. Hash, right, Jenny's in there. Hashtag side hustle. See you next week. What, what? Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.